Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, episode 37. I'm your host, Scott Davenport. Today's topic is a lesson about the artistic process from the great Dutch painter, Vincent van Gogh. Hi, welcome. Thanks for joining me. I'm glad to be back with you for another chat about photography, this shared passion of ours. And in today's episode, let's take one more step on this never-ending journey of photography. One more step. That is an apropos phrase for today's episode. We're going to talk about how taking small, simple steps again and again, over and over, build up our photographic skills. I'll share a personal story from this past week that squarely reminded me of how true this is. And yes, I'll explain why I attribute this lesson to Vincent Van Gogh. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it with a friend, share it on social media or with your camera club. And if you can, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. That really helps others discover the show. And it's been a while since a new rating's been posted. So if you can spare a moment, pause the episode, leave a rating. I'll be here when you get back. I think we all understand photography is a learned skill. There is talent for sure, but there is skill that takes practice, and learning photography largely follows a classic learning curve. A classic learning curve looks just like an S-curve you might use to add contrast from lower left to upper right in the lower left corner. The curve is basically flat and it starts at a shallow incline where we're just learning something new we've practiced a few times. Then it makes a rapid climb, almost a 45 degree angle, through most of the curve. We're learning a lot, we're really accelerated in how much we're growing our skills. And then toward the upper right, about 85% or so up the curve, it flattens out again, it tapers off with a very gradual, gentle ascent to the upper right corner, which would represent mastery. Perhaps an exception on the learning curve as compared to like a contrast curve we'd use is you never reach that upper right corner. You don't get 100% full mastery of photography because there's always something new to learn. But now you've got this visual of what the learning curve looks like. And I have a link in the show notes to an article that talks a little more about it. It has a graphic there as well. But, you know, in the beginning, things are a little slow. Remember back when you first picked up your camera? There's a fair amount of fumbling about, making mistakes, maybe getting frustrated. But in a short amount of time, you're making progress. And then you hit the rapid growth stage. Reasonably short order. We're learning a whole lot of the fundamentals. The exposure triangle, aperture, depth of field, the basic compositional techniques like rule of thirds or symmetry or framing. We get a good handle on our cameras too. The mechanics get easier changing the focus point or adjusting exposure compensation. We move out of program mode into aperture priority, shutter priority, or into manual. And the same general progression also holds true for our processing tools. In the beginning, the tools are a little daunting. There's a lot of undo operations. And then we get comfortable with filters and sliders, maybe layers. We have that rapid ascent in our skills with our post-processing tools. Then we hit the plateau. Learning by leaps and bounds, that's over. We know the basics. We have strong fundamentals. What lies ahead is a series of small steps 
incremental learning, these little slivers of knowledge that add, however slightly, to our art overall as a whole. And that's the long part of the photographic journey, the part that never ends. And I'm sure you've heard this quote from Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And that's what we're doing on the bulk of our photographic journey. We're walking that plateau of the learning curve step by step, and the plateau rises ever so slightly with each step. Sometimes it's imperceptible, yet even on that plateau, there are many different paths to take to gain knowledge. And this is where Vincent van Gogh comes in. Van Gogh had a similar way of describing the pursuit of art, and I think it's the way he phrased it it more aptly describes a photographer's journey. Van Gogh once wrote, For the great doesn't happen through impulse alone, and is a succession of little things that are brought together. I think that squarely applies to photography. It also describes the learning curve. Let me break this down a little bit. Let's talk about this in a little more detail. The first part of Van Gogh's statement, For the great doesn't happen through impulse alone. That recognizes impulse is needed. We need that spark, that desire to create something. For us, it's making a knockout photo. But the desire to create that photo in and of itself is not enough. This is the second part of Van Gogh's statement. A succession of little things that are brought together. That phrase, brought together, that really speaks to me because photography is a combination of skills brought together to make a photo. Artistic vision, technical acumen, mechanical skills, and in each one, there's an opportunity to explore and learn. Each new bit of knowledge may be small, yet those little things add up over time. Each sliver of information, however thin, contribute to the whole. So we already have the spark of creativity each one of us has set forth on our photographic journey. And I'm gathering, if you're listening to this podcast, you're well into your photographic journey. As we continue to walk on that ever so slightly inclined plateau, that upper end of the learning curve, we're moving ahead step by step toward mastering photography. There are many different offshoots and subpaths we can follow. Another ounce of knowledge may be found in camera technique, or a tweak to a camera angle may be the next thing for your composition. A nudge to a post-processing slider you may not have explored before. I'll repeat Van Gogh, for the great doesn't happen through impulse alone, and is a succession of little things that are brought together. Our photography moves forward with sustained effort, yet it's not limited to a single area or discipline. Bits and pieces of new knowledge can come from many different points on the spectrum, from artistic vision to technical skills. Sometimes they come from outside of photography. They'll come at different rates at different times. And you, the photographer, brings those all together to make a work of art. And Vincent van Gogh, taught me that. During this past week, I had a reminder about the succession of little things and how each bit of photo knowledge builds up over time. Last Saturday morning, I'm sipping my coffee, I'm skimming through the news, I'm not really doing anything photography related. 
But as often is the case, my mind drifted to something related to photography. I found myself thinking about pastel colors. I guess I saw a photo in a news article or maybe an ad that featured a pastel set of colors. Yeah, anyway, there I was, pondering pastels. How could I amplify a pastel palette in my photos? What tools would I use? What adjustments or filters would be right? How does one create a pastel color? And that last question, that one really got me going. So broadly speaking, you add white to a primary color to get a pastel, right? Or in the physical world, I'm working with paint, a basic white gets mixed in with whatever color paint I have. The white softens the primary color, brightens it up, and turns it into what we would call a pastel tone. I thought, all right, how can I do that in post-processing? Finished my coffee, went to the computer, pulled up some photos with some rich colors, and started tinkering with the tools. I tried some hue, saturation, and luminance work in Lightroom, boosting saturation for a color as well as boosting its luminance to enrich and brighten the colors. It, it kind of worked, but not really what I'd call a pastel. My attention turned to a curved control, trying a bit of a matte look, adjusting black point, adjusting white point, and that ended up being too washed out. Then I turned to localized adjustments, trying to blend in white as a color. In Lightroom, I tried the option where you can add a color tint, and as it turns out, you can't choose pure white, so that was a dead end. Jumped into Photo Raw and its photo filter tool. I can choose white as a color. I amped up the amount to mix in. I started playing with blending options and blending modes, tried some masking, and, well, I didn't get the pastel look that I was after, but I did learn something else interesting. Mixing in pure white with a luminosity mask created this different kind of glow look. You know, it's similar to other glows that I'd used, but different enough that it caught my eye and enough that I wanted to save a preset for it. And it's a tiny thing, a little thing, as Vincent Van Gogh would describe it. Yet it's a tangible addition to my post-processing toolbox. And reflecting on this experience, what I like about it is that it reminded me learning opportunities are everywhere. We might learn something we hadn't set out to learn. That's exactly what happened to me. I was trying to create a pastel type of look for a color. I discovered something else that I will be able to put to use in future photos and future projects. And if you're wondering about that pastel look, yes, I did find a recipe that's a very good base to shift a color toward a pastel. The secret ingredient was haze. Adding haze adds a good amount of white, and combining haze with a saturation boost and then a color range mask, it's working very well to shift selected colors to a pastel base. And I'll be posting a video to my YouTube channel in the next couple of days showing that technique, and I'll put a link in the show notes to my channel so you can subscribe to the channel, turn on the notification bell, and you'll know right away when it posts. As I do in every episode, I want to thank the supporters on Patreon. Your support makes this podcast possible. It helps thousands of other photographers enjoy photography, grow their craft, and I cannot thank you enough. The On One preset I mentioned a bit ago, this thing that created that interesting glow by mixing in white. If you're a member of the Patreon community, 
check your Patreon feed. I posted that preset there so you can download it and add it to your toolkit. And if you're interested in learning more about the Patreon community, check the show notes. There's also a support the show button on all pages of Stop Down Podcast where you can learn more about it. That wraps up this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you can take some comfort. You're not alone if you feel like you're not making these gigantic leaps and bounds in your photography. You might be at the stage where the rapid learning has finished and you are now in that succession of little things, adding those little things up to get to your next great piece of art. Once again, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you can, rate it on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, my name is Scott Davenport. Have fun.